Discerning Hearts presents In Search of the Still Point with Dr. Regis Martin. In this episode, Dr. Martin reflects on making sense of the sacramental theme one. Suppose we begin with what the spiritual writers call a composition of place, which is a method or practice of prayer, meditation, recommended by St. Ignatius of Loyola. And the place I should like all of you to compose in your mind's eye is the cenacle, the upper room on Holy Thursday night. Now, certainly we have been there uh, already, uh, at least liturgically. That would be the climax of the solemn penitential season of Lent, uh, of Holy Week. But imagine that you had been there that night, present, and therefore in a position to witness the event of the Lord's Last Supper, not vicariously experienced, but in sheer actuality. Maybe not one of the disciples, of course, I mean, suppose you had been Judas, but perhaps one of the waiters or serving girls, and you had seen and taken in the entire experience with the eye of an artist, a writer, sensitive to all the details. I am a camera, as it were. So there you are in the upper room, the cenacle, on Holy Thursday night, nearly two millennia ago. And what is it that you would have seen? Well, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? A supper at which certain sacred and efficacious signs are being instituted by Christ, which he thereupon enjoined upon his disciples, the Church, to perpetuate to the very end of the world, to the last moment of recorded time. A meal whose meaning is more than matter, and whose maintenance is to go on forever. And why should God do this? I mean, who and what is man that God should thus fashion his salvation in that way? This, of course, is the question of anthropology that runs through all of Catholic sacramental theology. Was it accidental or fortuitous? Was it some random gesture? Was it a matter of divine caprice? Or maybe God really knew what he was doing, which is why salvation is so perfectly configured to fit our nature, our being, even as it transfigures that being. Have you cut that? It's a kind of puzzle. In other words, man is a special kind of artist who cannot survive or express or even be himself without recourse to signs, rites, commemorative acts, gestures, words, forms, movements, bodily acts, things, stuff, water, wine, bread, oil, which, if he may not traffic in, will leave him bereft less of a man, incomplete. 
Such things are natural to man in virtue of his being an artist, indeed, a very special kind of artist. But this produces really a kind of puzzle, doesn't it? An enigma. Because didn't Christ come into this world to establish a kingdom within the soul? Indeed, a kingdom beyond this world. Isn't Christianity a religion of interiority? We seek the city that is to come, the letter to the Hebrews tells us. In other words, isn't Christianity ultimately about eternity, not temporality? And the answer, of course, is yes. The kingdom Christ came to announce, indeed, to establish in his own body, is ultimately not of this world. But the place and the time where it all begins is this world, this concrete, palpable place. After all, Christ does assume a body, one body, although he's free to bilocate his body. He enters a world with weight and extension, and that's what permits the whole sacramental order in the first place. We are not docetists, after all, who think all that business of embodiment uh, is entirely bunk, bogus, spurious, a mere appearance. So, the bottom line is this, which I'll put in a kind of paradox, that wherever you go, there you are, that however high you fly, aspiring to the very heights of heaven, or however low you go, falling into the very depths of hell, you have always got to begin with the body, the sacramental, the sensible, this most real and palpable material world. Everything begins with the senses, with literal flesh, before, that is, it can move into allegorical spirit, or finally, anagogical consummation. And isn't this really the best possible point of departure for who and what we are? After all, we are the principal recipient of sacramental life. The sacraments were not made for God, and he didn't uh, fashion them for angels. So, in attempting to get a fix on who and what man is, this mysterious middle term between nothing and everything, as Pascal put it, this wonderful line of horizon between heaven and earth, which is how Aquinas put it. We have simply got to begin with the body, the sacramental, that man instinctively, irrepressibly even, is forever making things, making things be, which for all the materiality of the sign, whether it be print or paint or melody or movement, nevertheless carry a mysterious signification that finally transcends the sign. The ring you place on the hand of the one you love is not reducible to gold or silver or whatever the elements 
of that thing happened to be constitutive of. Maybe it was only tin or aluminum. Maybe that was the best uh, your wallet could do. So there is this bottom line proposition, and we'll end this lecture on that note. This bedrock recognition that has simply got to be in place. And that is that none of us is at liberty ever to escape the body, which is to say, the order of sacrament. You've been listening to Dr. Regis Martin in search of the still point. For more episodes in this series, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it in our free Discerning Hearts app or on many other streaming platforms. Discerning Hearts is a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to evangelization and spiritual formation through the use of new media. To learn how you can support our mission, visit discerninghearts.com.